Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking about none other than Darkseid and another DC Comics character, 101. Uh, giving a little bit of history and overview of this guy. And Darkseid is someone who has always been, well, for several decades, it's been a one of the big bads of DC comics and I always thought he was okay. And then I went back and, you know, I liked him, but then I went back and read his original appearances and I, now he's, I think he's one of the best villains in comic books. I'm a bit, I'm a big fan of him. So I'm excited to talk about him. Yeah. He's obviously when you think of villains from the DC uh, dark side, always kind of comes on. If he's not the top of the list, he's, he's pretty far up there. Yeah, so I guess going back to his origins, kind of his history, he was created by the late great writer and artist Jack Kirby as part of his fourth world mythology. I always think it's so cool. I'm a huge fan of the fourth world, and I think it's so cool that the first appearance of Darkseid, he was kind of just thrown into the second to last panel in in a voice chat, voice chatting with Morgan Edge in Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number 134, back in <laughs> November of 1970. <laughs> That is definitely not the place I would look for the scariest villain of all time is at the end of a Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen comic. Yeah. And, and that just shows how awesome Kirby was I, to me. I just think that's so cool. But he made his first full appearance in Forever People number one, which was in February of 1971. So he was kind of created as the main antagonist, the big bad of Kirby's fourth world, which consisted of, so he appeared across Jimmy Olsen, Forever People, Mr. Miracle, and New Gods, and he was sort of the in big bad there, but he never, of course, the titles were canceled early, so Kirby never really got to finish the story with Darkseid, but uh, he did get to write him again later. But essentially, like the rest of the New Gods characters, he sort of went into the rest of DC Comics and sort of has appeared in everything. So now he's a big bad for Justice League, uh, a villain of Superman a lot, and you kind of see him all over the place. He has, um, he, he sort of was, it's believed that Kirby, who was a World War II veteran, sort of modeled him after Adolf Hitler and his world of apocalypse on Nazi Germany. Um, pretty heavy implications there. That, that, that's the case. And um, Darkseid quickly became so popular that he's kind of been ripped off sort of blatantly many times in, in different Lots of different franchises uh, over the years. He's sort of, you can see shades of Darkseid in lots of things, and you can see him blatantly ripped off in, in other places over the years. Yeah. There's definitely uh, influences is a nice way to put it of in some other places. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So who is Darkseid? He's obviously a new god and ruler of Apocalypse. And which makes him a rival to High Father and New Genesis, who are kind of good, and he is kind of evil. He's essentially the ruler of hell, so he's got that going for him. Um, he's also the leader of Inner Gang, Darkseid's elite, and the Female Furies, along with Granny Goodness. So his backstory: he kind of started as Prince Uxus and was second in line to be the next um, ruler, but his brother, who is named Drax attempted to get the power of the Omega Force. And instead, Uxus murdered him and claimed the Omega Force for himself. 
which is kind of what changed his name and appearance. So if you've seen Darkseid, he's got sort of this gray, stony, granite-like appearance, whereas most new gods sort of just look human. That's because he has this Omega Force in him. Yeah, and that's part of the what makes him an interesting character and just the new gods in general is kind of the, the politics and drama that go on within a, a ruling family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, he's got connections to some other characters who are, are well-known. Obviously, Steppenwolf's getting a lot of attention in the last year or so. He is the nephew to Steppenwolf, and Steppenwolf is sort of his military leader when he is in charge. He's also father to Calabac and Orion, and he works closely with his servant, Desaad. Uh, he's kind of different from a lot of villains in his personality. He's sort of being an immortal god. He's sort of laid back for being an evil, maniacal uh, killer. He's sort of uh, patient, I guess is the word to describe him. He's got a lot of time, so he's very patient and sort of relaxed and and is okay with waiting. Um, but he's always searching for the anti-life equation, which is essentially you know the thing that will allow him to get rid of free will in the multiverse yeah that that doesn't sound good no and um yeah but he's he's pretty laid back i would say can for for a terrible terrible villain um who wants to control all things but and and it obviously changes depending on who's writing him sometimes he's sort of just the generic bad guy mustache twirling idiot uh but a lot of other times he's more uh he, he plans things out he's very um methodical in the way he does things yeah so he's got all kinds of new god powers obviously the strength the speed the durability uh sometimes he has some others flight and energy manipulation sometimes he can bring people back from the dead with his eyes you know whatever he is um <laughs> just normal the writer needs yeah uh and a lot of that comes from the omega force that he gained and the big thing with the omega force is his omega beams that he shoots so think of um Superman's heat vision, only way more powerful and mm, with tracking on it. Uh, so you can see his omegas, omega, omega beams don't just go in a straight line. They can bend and, and follow different directions to shoot after other people. Uh, if you've seen Justice League War, you can see Flash and Superman trying to outrun them. And it's just they're just following every direction. They can also split up. And so it's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, in terms of storylines for him, obviously Jack Kirby's Fourth World is the start, uh, but he's also big in the Great Darkness Saga, Legends, Cosmic Odyssey, and Final Crisis. In the New 52, he was the reason the Justice League came together in the in the first arc, Justice League Origins, and he also obviously had a big role in Dark Side War. And then he's I remember kind of, him yeah. from the TV show uh, Smallville, kind of the wrap up for everything really in season 10. Um which was just insane to actually see him. Uh, I think they did pretty well for a TV budget. Um, I don't know. He was he was pretty scary. Yeah. Um, as a massive Smallville fan, I will say that's probably not the best uh, adaptation of Darkseid. Uh, they were really limited with what they can do, and they kind of made him this cloud and everything, although he does uh, return in the, the season 11 comic book. Um, but, yeah, he is in Smallville, and that's really his only adaptation into live action so far. But he's been in a lot of a lot of animated. He was in a couple different versions of Super Friends, Batman the Brave and Bold, Teen Titans Go, and Justice League Action. A lot of people know him from the DC Animated Universe, where he was a recurring villain from Superman the Animated Series to Justice League to Justice League Unlimited. Uh, and in animation 
and animated films, he's he was the big bad of Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, and Justice League War, which was the based off the Justice League Origin comics uh, that I mentioned earlier. In in live action film, he's uh, apparently Brian Singer, who directed Superman Returns, was planning to or considering using him in the Superman Returns sequel, which never actually happened. Um, but that would have been that's interesting to think about in an Elseworlds kind of way. Um, and in, in my opinion, he was mentioned, they don't explicitly say it, but in my opinion, he was mentioned in Batman v Superman at the end, uh, when Lex says he's, he's angry and he's hunting, I assuming he's talking about Darkseid, even if Darkseid sends Steppenwolf, um, and he's expected to appear in 2017's Justice League. Yeah. And also in Batman v Superman, you could... I think you could argue that he was mentioned non-verbally, you know, just seeing the Omega sign in that nightmare sequence oh. as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, definitely a an Easter egg, if not something significantly more, which I think it probably is. Yeah. So it, he is expected to be seen in Justice League, where a lot of people think, um, how do you want to see him? When do you want to see him? How much of him do you want to see? Yeah, I, I think uh, some. Uh, I think he's ultimately going to be set up as a bigger bad than just a one-off villain, like like kind of like we expect Steppenwolf to be. But I think he will be leading that. I think he'll he might show up in the history lesson. He might show up later. Um, but I think he's mostly being saved for an, another, you know, somewhere down the line as to maybe be a recurring threat for the Justice League or. Um, maybe be just the big bad in Justice League 2 or Justice League 3. Yeah, pretty much along the same lines of what I want to see, I think. All right, well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.